0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my co-host, as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. What's up, Clay?
1: Not too much, Caleb. How you living?
0: Oh, living that blurred life as usual. Wow, dude. Had a pretty good day at work, so
1: okay. I'm pumped. How do I? How do I get introduced to the blurred life?
0: <laughs> well, Clay. I'm afraid I don't think you could ever be a blurred, but you you could live the blurred life. You could you could hang out with some Blurreds. Um, they're just black nerds. You know. Yeah, I guess
1: that's as close as I can get. I guess yeah, that's what you makes can, you and you you and me me. That I
0: guess so. You you can, you can learn about black superheroes.
1: That's that's one way. That's that's part of the blurred life. Or I can emulate one as Miles Morales on my PlayStation Four. Oh, pff, there you go, I ally w- right there. Mm-hmm. I'll never actually be a Blurred, but I can be an ally. We can form an a, alliance. A blally? Mm. Well, that would make me a, a black ally. It's same. I'm a Wally. A white ally? A Wally to the Blurreds. Okay, we can just brush past this. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is stupid. <laughs> uh, okay. What you reading? What you watching?
1: Um, actually started watching the newest, uh, newest season of Last Chance You on netflix Mm. ever heard of it never actually watched it yeah so the the first one was about football this one Mm -hmm. is about basketball and they're not
0: all about football i thought they were all football
1: yeah so this new season is basketball and it and they don't even have it as like season two it's just like pretty much like the the basketball version of the show is out now um yeah it's um what los los angeles state community college something like that which is interesting Mm -hmm. because You know, I went to ECU, a D1 school, and we had, I think, 27,000, 28,000, something like that. And Mm -hmm. this Los Angeles Community College, they have a campus which is potentially bigger than ECUs. And Mm -hmm. all the kids are on campus, and it's like 35,000. So it's this enormous, enormous, like, nice school, but it's a community college, obviously. And the basketball Mm -hmm. team is pretty much like failures from D1 schools. So, like, guys that got bids to D1 schools were, like, four-star, five-star athletes who, like, couldn't get into a university because of their grades or had issues with drugs or behavioral issues, things like that. So the basketball team is just all these these guys who are, like, really good who couldn't make it to the next level because of, you know, personal factors. So So they have this new coach that basically, like, put this current team together, this new coach who went to that community college, He's this dude, he's probably like five, six, bald, just like a spark plug. He gets mad at the players and like runs at the wall and like runs up the pad on the wall and like just does this crazy thing. And he like runs around all the time when he's mad or when he's like fired up. Um, but he gets these guys to play together and they basically just like destroy every team they play. So, well, damn. Yeah. So a bunch of, bunch of dunks and alley-oops and three-pointers and a lot of like really good actual plays and you learn about each kid one at a time and kind of their struggles. One of the kids, the point guard, who's the captain, he's like the best guy on the team. He mm-hmm. essentially is like the coach's son because both of his parents died and then the coach like kind of took him in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty good show. I would definitely recommend it for sure. Um, I think yeah, the yeah. Epis- episodes are around an hour or something like that.
0: Um, yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to watch QB1 a lot. So.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
0: What about you? Um, same, same old, same old. Modern Family season seven. We we get in there. There's eleven, so we're almost there. Over halfway. Um, You've been watching
1: Snyderverse movies, gearing up for the Snyder Cut, because I have. Well, I have I've not. only watched Man of Steel, but I'll probably watch BBS tonight.
0: I have not, and um, I probably just watched <laughs> Justice League to be honest, just to spot the differences. But yep. we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I've actually heard that. Um, there, well, we'll talk about it. We'll actually talk about it later on. So I'm not gonna really get into it. But, um, so we ha- we're gonna be watching the Snyder Cut tomorrow. Tomorrow being Thursday, aka today. Mm-hmm. For anybody who's listening, tomorrow, aka today, um, we're gonna watch it 7 p.m. And I, you know, Sherry's coming over to watch it with me, and mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know if she's like excited for it, but she watched. Man of Steel, BVS, and Justice League all within the matter of like two days, a couple wow. days ago. So I would say she's maybe even more excited for it than I am because Sounds like it. I've only watched Man of Steel so far. But, Get on it. But yeah, I'm pumped for it. We'll talk about it in a little bit though.
0: Yeah. Um, last week's movie, you know, we're working through that poster. Last week's movie was uh, Kill Bill. Oh, nice. Which, it was Jessica's pick, so she picked Kill Bill. Hell yeah. Which is my favorite Tarantino movie. Um, we only watched Volume One. Mm-hmm. Good pick, Jess. Yeah, good pick. That's the only one that's on the poster. But I've mm-hmm. I've told her multiple times that it's really one movie, and we really need to watch Volume Two yeah. as quickly as possible. Yeah, you
1: can't just watch one. Why? Yeah. How come only one's on the poster?
0: I don't know. Hmm. That's weird. Okay.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a an awesome movie. I like Volume One a lot better than Volume Two, but you have to Same. watch them both.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Volume volume 1, I, I I agree with you I like it um, better than Volume 2 But again, they're one movie mm-hmm. And I, you know, a couple years ago He, you know, he owns a movie theater Where he shows, like, old movies and all kinds of bullshit, bullshit like that um, He did something he called Kill Bill the Whole Bloody Affair Which was Volume 1 and 2 put together But with, like, extended um, Like, there's an extended anime scene in there Cool There's extended scenes and stuff um, The house of blue leaves fight isn't in black and white you get to see it in color um which but it's never been released he just did it at his theater for like some kind of festival or something and then that was it but i'm like just like release that cut fuck the snyder cut i want the whole bloody affair yeah of kill bill well i
1: mean we can do both because it's not coming from the same guy <laughs> no 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 fuck it we can only do one the and world I'm the kill world bill. can only handle one okay <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I. I get what you're saying, but still, I still want to see it. So. Mhm.
1: For sure. Me too. Me too. Um. Are they still talking about, or is Tarantino still talking about potentially doing, volume three? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would it be um, Vernita What's Her Face's daughter?
0: Vernita What's Her Face Green. Yeah. Yes.
1: Mhm.
0: Okay. And that's what he was waiting for, right? He was waiting for her to grow up because mm-hmm. he wanted to use the same actress. Right. So.
1: Okay. Right. So
0: depending on how old he wants her, like I've heard him talk, like not personally, but like I've seen talks of him talking about, yeah, like I got script, I got ideas, blah, blah, blah. So we'll see what happens.
1: Mm-hmm. What's interesting is, I mean, well, it's not even interesting, but obviously he didn't even have to like wait, you know, like he could have. Just, yeah, yeah. Like he could have waited a number of years to make it, you know, feel realistic to us as the viewers. But obviously you could just pick any any established actress to play that role. Right.
0: Right. Uh, Yeah, when I heard he was doing that, like, he was waiting because he wanted the actress to actually age up. I was like, what if she, like... Because she's a child actress when they were making this. I'm like, what if she decides she doesn't want to be an actor anymore? Then what? Are we
1: just not going to have a movie? Well, apparently, Vivica A. Fox is wanting Tarantino to cast Zendaya in that role. Mm. So,
0: we... You and I both know... That Quentin Tarantino does whatever the fuck Quentin Tarantino wants. So I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck what Vivica A. Fox wants.
1: Yeah, that's true. 100%. I agree. Um, So Amanda, wait, Amandala Stenberg. Have you heard of her? Nope. So she was in... Is that the little girl? N- so no. So she was in Hunger Games. Maybe she was Rue? Maybe in mm, Hunger Games? Um, I remember Rue. So as I'm looking, as I'm just like kind of typing stuff in to see what's going on with this volume three, the, her name keeps coming up a lot. And her name is Amandala. Like there's an L before the A at the end. So it's mm-hmm. interesting. Anyway, um, apparently there's a lot of talk about her playing the role. She talks about it being her dream role. People ask her about it. she's not the She's not the girl from the original one. Mm-hmm. But again, at the end of the day, obviously it's going to be Tarantino doing Tarantino things.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I was like we can we can hope and you can lobby to get that part all you want but yeah, it's 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 his choice. I was again. trying to
1: find the the actress who played the little girl but I couldn't I couldn't really find it easily here.
0: Did you go to the IMDb for Kill Bill?
1: No, no, no. I was trying to just type something in on Google and then just see everything that came up and then that's how I'm seeing all this extra stuff. I could easily go to IMDb but now I'm kind of like past it.
0: I've already found it it's ambrosia Kelly cool
1: what's she looking like these days Is she old
0: well she hasn't acted since 2012 so okay maybe maybe this will bring her uh bring her back into the game interesting almost ten years later
1: um yeah I don't know no we'll see I guess we'll just have to wait and see maybe this girl can't act and uh I feel like he would probably pick an Pick an actress over somebody who couldn't act, right? Just because she's the little girl. Maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. He he cast you know, um, the bride's daughter. He cast her in Once Upon a, <laughs> a Time in Hollywood. So,
1: who was she in that?
0: She was just some random. Like she didn't have a big part. I think she might have been selling weed or something.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: To to uh, what's his name? Brad Pitt.
1: Gotcha. Okay. I'll check so.
0: Um, so I mean, he does like to keep his actors around. We know that like he reuses the same actor oh, all yeah. the time. So, Oh yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Either way, I I'd be excited to see the movie. I don't care who the actress actually is like, whether it be the original girl or not. So, so would they call it kill bill? You would think they would call it like kill the, kill bride? the bride or something. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: hmm. Kill kiddo.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's a good title. I like it. Cool. But, um, yeah, tomorrow is my pick, but I might just pick the Snyder Cut. You should. Be, even though that's not on the poster, obviously. You
1: should at least watch it before next week. Before well, this I'll time definitely watch it before next week. This weekend and, feels and to, like a good one for it.
0: Yeah. And tonight, since it's St. Patrick's Day, I might even watch, I don't know, The Departed or Gangs in New York. No, you've got to watch Irish Leprechaun movies.
1: with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs>
0: fuck that movie
1: whoa okay just kidding haven't
0: seen it in a long time don't remember anything about it remember not being scared
1: yeah I want to say that movie's actually like low-key funny
0: most of those like corny horror movies are um clay has walked away for a second for what
1: no one knows
0: you know He can't hear me because he doesn't have his headphones in. You know who else is in Leprechaun? Who's that? Warwick Davis.
1: Oh, that that checks out. He's the Leprechaun, right? How could you have guessed?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you don't know Warwick (laughs) Davis, Professor Flitwick, Mm -hmm. Hook, R2-D2. Apparently
1: he also played um, a Jawa in the original Mm. Star Wars movies.
0: Yeah, I, and he—he's been in. I'm, I want to say he's been in every Star Wars movie. Like he was in Solo too.
1: Wait a sec. He was also. Oh, he was also. Uh, was he also that asshole? Um, <laughs> that asshole dwarf from, what the sixth, the seventh movie part one, the one who wanted the sword. He's the like, goblin? look, I'll take you. Oh yeah, goblin. That's what they are. Jesus. Yes, Christ. he 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 was the goblin. Okay. Cool. This guy
0: doesn't even know how to Harry Potter. Jesus Christ. Wow.
1: I should just stop now. Living. Living, that is.
0: Yep. Thanks for tuning in to Masters of the Cultureverse. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at cultureverse. Send us an email at cultureverse at gmail.com. You can DM us, email us. What do you want to see? What do you want to hear us talk about? You want to give a shout out to somebody? You got a question for us? You want us to shut the fuck up? You just want to type an email that says shut the fuck up. You can do that too. <laughs> and we'll we quit. We Yeah, <laughs> and then we'll just quit. Um, we'd be happy to hear from you though, so... Clay, what's going on in the sports?
1: Well, Drew Brees retired officially. Rip. End of an era. He is still alive. Uh, that's not the reason he retired. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's the he retired from life. Right. He retired from Earth, um, from the mortal plane. So, so he's the league leader in passing yards, eighty thousand three hundred fifty-eight. He's got the mm-hmm. record all time. You know, so this is one of the all-time greats. Uh, you know, leaving the game. He's been in the mm-hmm. league, what I don't know, fifteen, I think, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, playoffs nine times, got the Super Bowl ring. So he's one of the greatest for sure. He'll definitely be a Hall of Famer. Um, so yeah, bit of a bit of a era ender there. And now we have, now we have Jameis Winston as his backup to, to take over that team along with uh, with Taysom Hill. But we'll see how that plays out. Um, a lot of football news. A lot of like free agency. Uh, moves, a lot of trades. And pardon if there's some scuffle in the background or if I'm distracted, there is a brawl between a puppy and a cat happening right behind me. Um so, anyways, the Patriots leveled up again. Um, they got Johnu Smith, who is the young tight end for the Titans. Are you familiar with him? No. Okay. So the first, I think it was the first like six games of this past season, he had like six touchdowns or something he was the best tight end for like the first uh, portion of last year so Mm -hmm. i think he was in his second year so anyway he's on the patriots now along with hunter henry from the chargers you familiar with him tight Mm -hmm. end Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so he went to the patriots as well along with nelson Aguilar, uh receiver from the raiders so so uh cam newton now has some weapons Cam Newton, aka the worst quarterback in the league last year, aka the guy who threw 8 touchdowns and 10 interceptions and had the, aka the
0: guy who took us to a Super Bowl in 2016 and was
1: our MVP in 2015, but who's counting? Um, well
0: the actual Super Bowl was in 2016. But sure,
1: yes. sure, but it was the 2015 season. But anyways, so <laughs> he was the worst quarterback last year, had the lowest completion percentage by a mile and now he's got a little he's got a few more weapons, so we'll see what happens with that. Um he should be a little bit better because they did re-sign him as well. So we'll see. Uh, AJ, Which
0: I know uh, the Patriots fans in my life did not think that was going to happen. So I, didn't think, you.
1: I definitely didn't think it was going to happen. So
0: Never count my man out.
1: They must just not have, well, clearly, but they must just not have other options or something. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure. Um, they believe in Cam just like me. I guess so, man. I mean, he really proved himself last year with those eight touchdowns and 10 interceptions. (laughs) Um, We also have A.J. Green going to the Cardinals on a one-year deal. So A.J. Mm -hmm. Green used to be one of the best receivers in the league. Uh, He's been plagued by injuries over the past few years. So Mm -hmm. uh, he's now at a different level. But the Cardinals, I mean, they have an awesome offense. They've got, obviously, Kyler Murray, um, DeAndre Hopkins. So Putting A.J. Green across from DeAndre Hopkins could be pretty cool. So we'll see if he can stay healthy and make a splash over there. Um, our Panthers did get a linebacker, Denzel Perryman, who is from the Chargers, not necessarily like a stud. Uh, they just kind of added some depth to their defense. And the only reason I'm talking about that is because it's the Panthers. Um, mm-hmm. Now Andy Dalton, a.k.a. the Red Rifle, has gone to the Bears, which not ne- isn't necessarily a big move because he's kind of trash and the Bears are kind of trash. But um, we'll see. Obviously, they, they think he's going to be their guy. I mean, he was the guy who took over in Dallas when Dak Prescott, you know, had that big injury last year, and he did decent. So we'll see what happens with the Bears there. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, speaking of uh, speaking of St. Patrick's Day, um, is going to the Washington football team. So they have a new quarterback now. He's probably going to be their starter. You know, they have Alex Smith. I think they're pro. Hopefully he retires this year. I think he said he wants to keep playing, but uh, that guy should not be on a football field after what happened to him. So mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick should be able to take over the football team and uh, make a splash there. We got Corey Davis going to the Jets. you familiar with him at all from the Titans receiver? I've heard the name. Yeah, so he's uh, – I believe this was his second year. So A.J. Brown is the big stud on the uh, the Titans, and Corey Davis actually had a pretty similar year to him last year. He was pretty good. So he's on the Jets now. The Jets are kind of on the come-up. So they're going to be a team that we'll keep an eye on. Um, Other than that, Deshaun Watson has been sued by a massage therapist who came into his house and thought that Deshaun Watson touched her with his pee-pee. So now there's a lawsuit there. Wait, wait, what do you mean she thinks he (laughs) touched her with his pee-pee? That's what she says. That's what she says. I think he touched me with his pee-pee. Right. She's like, he purposely touched me with his wiener. It made me feel uncomfortable. He knew what he was doing. Deshaun says, "I would never disrespect a woman. Uh, sorry if you know you you thought something was happening there or whatever. This lawsuit's completely baseless. Uh, I'm ready to clear my name. So uh, that's kind of an interesting thing, especially when us as Panther fans really want Deshaun Watson to come to the Panthers. Maybe that works in our favor. Honestly, yeah. We'll tank his stock. Yeah. This was all part of the the, the franchise's plan. Yeah, because we were gonna have to give up the farm for him, and now maybe we just." Uh, Maybe maybe we get to keep McCaffrey because of this lawsuit. So uh, (laughs) we'll see. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, NBA stuff. NBA MLB stuff. LeBron. You and I kind of kind of pointed this out the other day. Well, you sent it over to me, but uh, it's news nonetheless. LeBron is now a part owner of the Red Sox. So uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know how Jess feels about LeBron or if she claims the Red Sox, but uh, LeBron owns. She reps all Boston teams, and she's.
0: She doesn't like care one way or the other about LeBron like she's not like a LeBron hater but and she respects the the athleticism so
1: well, he's a part owner of her now so uh, just get. Used <laughs> I think he owns her get used to it um, <laughs> i I heard this
0: also makes him part owner of some NASCAR car as well interesting okay. because that group that he joined yeah. is like you know
1: cool okay um and then they're kind of an interesting not super interesting trade in the NBA um we've got Miami and OKC doing a trade. Uh, Miami is trading away Myers Leonard for Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza, long time player, good, good like piece to have on your team. Good role player. Myers Leonard, up and coming. Mm, at one point, kind of looked like maybe he was going to be a star, but he said a uh, racial slur or an anti-Semitic slur on Twitch recently. You may have heard. I don't know if we that talked has. about this last week. Yeah, I don't they, think we did. They were playing COD and he called somebody the K word. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. the, the main – well, one of the main anti-Semitic slurs there, which, you know, that's par for the course in a COD game. Um, it gets way, way, way worse than that. But when you're a public figure, you cannot be talking like that. So uh, he's under a lot of heat. The well, well, okay, that was an unintentional pun because the Heat no longer want him because of it. <laughs> um, so the Heat are now trading him away. So he's not under heat anymore. He's now out from under the heat. Mm-hmm. Um but there is still heat on him, uh, so to speak. Anyway, Just move
0: on. <laughs> anyway,
1: that's kind of a run. This, this is you.
0: I don't know if you can see this. This is what your joke is doing. Anyway, back to you, Caleb. Thanks, Clay. <laughs> Oh gosh! All right, we don't have any video game news, so let's just jump right into TV. Netflix's live-action Cowboy Bebop has wrapped filming on season one, which I'm excited for. I enjoy Cow- mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop. You know, a little sci-fi noir for sure. kind of Anime
1: for sure. You a fan? Yeah. If if I had to, if I had to rank like my favorite anime, that would be top two probably. Okay. What's the if, top? What's if the not, if, if not one, if not one, I would probably. When it comes down to it, I would probably put Cowboy Bebop at number one. Yeah, that's one of the first anime I ever saw. That's back in the day where my family didn't even have, like, Cartoon Network and I would go over to friends' houses for sleepovers and we would stay up late watching uh, watching Toonami and Cowboy Bebop was on. This was, like, early Toonami. early 2000s. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a great show. One one just great season ends very definitive. well, sort of definitively. Um, really good show. I'm hoping they don't completely screw it up, but from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing, they might actually pull this off. So we'll see. I mean, they have a good cast for it
0: It, and it is Netflix. Um, Just as a reminder, John Cho is playing spike. Mm -hmm. So I like him.
1: He's Harold, right? Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: And Sulu in star Trek. Yep.
1: Mm -hmm. Not sure that I ever would have envisioned him for spike Spiegel, but, uh, I mean, he's cool. He's a good actor. So yeah, good I mean, shot. He's got
0: he's got the the cool, suave guy look. Yeah, he I don't does. know if I've ever seen him act cool and suave. The closest was would probably be Sulu in in Star Trek, because that Sulu was Sulu was kind of like
1: badass a little bit with the sword and everything, you know. Kind of, kind of. But I still, said the closest. Right, I said right. the closest. Still not there yet, though. So we'll see what this guy can do.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. When does this come out? I'm looking. I'm just seeing 2021. Um, I don't have a definite date; just says it airs in twenty twenty one. So mm-hmm. we'll see it sometime this year. Cool. And other news: the original Clone Wars drops on Disney plus April second. The original being the, the Samurai Jack style Clone Wars, mm-hmm. which lacked in story but made up for in action.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like yep. that thing was just straight action. Yep, Dooku and Grievous, right, and cartoon which Yoda. <laughs> it's interesting that they're dropping this as it's not canon anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a show and people have been asking for it. So, I mean, that makes sense. But like, I wonder if they're, cause you know how they have like the Marvel legacy stuff for all the Fox Marvel stuff. I wonder if they're going to have like a star Wars legacy, something, or you're just going to have to know.
1: Yeah, probably there's going to be some sort of, some sort of separator there
0: because as far, I mean, the only other things that Disney made non-canon besides this clone wars was books and video games and you can't really put those on disney plus so like this is the only thing that would be there so i don't know if Mm -hmm. they would make its own section just for one um one thing you know
1: right i mean they'll throw it in there with with just like the star wars hub right
0: well yeah yeah yeah. but i'm saying like you know marvel has the marvel hub but then they have marvel legacy under that yeah right it'll probably just be in there regularly though
1: it might not be in one of those little one of those little lines
0: Mm, 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 mm. this guy he gets it and then we've got some updates on Falcon and Winter Soldier so we we know it it comes out on Friday first episode really excited Mm -hmm. but it's set six months after Endgame it ties into at least three upcoming MCU projects it addresses what happened to Steve Rogers but Feige says he's not necessarily alive whatever the fuck that means deals with what it means to be black Captain America and if that's even a thing that's what Anthony Mackey says mm-hmm. and then there are ideas for a possible season two and a future for characters post the Falcon and winter Soldier confirms Feige. so even if they don't get a season two they definitely have plans for these characters outside of this show which is which is nice because I, I I didn't want these shows to be like where superheroes come to die you know
1: mm-hmm. um, when we so say it's When we say these characters, are we thinking, like, U.S. Agent... um, uh, What's her name? Agent 13. Agent 13. Oh, I was thinking Mm -hmm. of her. I was trying to think of her real name. Carter. I don't remember her first
0: name. Margaret. No, that's Peggy. Uh, um, Yes, but I know who you're talking about. That's who I was thinking. I was thinking her. Sharon, Sharon, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Her and and maybe, probably, Zemo. Zemo, yeah. Yeah. They got to keep him alive. That's the first... I'm thinking to make sure. I'm trying to fact check myself really quick. That's the first villain they didn't kill, which I thought was a good move because they just keep killing villains. Or I guess they didn't kill Emil Blonsky, did they? Uh, Abomination.
1: Right. And but uh, at one point, correct me if I'm wrong. I think they might have. Did they mention that she? He's going to be in She-Hulk or something?
0: Abomination. Yeah. They did. Okay. Yes.
1: Cool. Cool.
0: Cool. cool. Um, hey, red school. Red school. Oh yes, Red School. Mm-hmm. He just got transported. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. All right. So I was wrong, but the vast majority of Marvel villains get killed right. their first movie, hey, which I think uh, is a shame.
1: Trevor, A.K.A. the fake Mandarin. <laughs> what yeah, if we, we see it, dude? Trevor. If they throw him into Shang Chi at some point, I, like it, <laughs> they just, just as a just as a fuck around for the audience to laugh at. Actually, he
0: might be in Shang Chi. I'm trying to remember that one shot. I think they might have kidnapped him or killed him. I don't remember which.
1: It'd be a shame if they killed him. We need that guy in the MCU. He's the key to everything, like Dottie. <laughs> the devil is in the details, you know. Yep, and that's not the only place he is. He's in Shang-Chi as well.
0: <laughs> is Trevor Slattery... Trevor Slattery's, Slattery
1: is Mephisto, confirmed. Mephisto,
0: yeah. That's what I was thinking. Okay, his status is unknown. So he could technically be in... um. Shang-Chi Cool, cool. Uh, I was just reading Trying to go through here real quick Yeah he gets kidnapped So either they kidnapped him Kept him alive as a slave Kidnapped him and killed him Who knows But if they're going to kill him Why wouldn't they just kill him When they're in the prison you know
1: Yeah we do have Mordo still alive He's a villain these days
0: Yes but he didn't start off as a villain So right. I didn't really
1: count him What about uh, mm, Yeah that's That's kind of it I wish they didn't kill vil- killmonger.
0: Yeah, they they I wish they, I wish they threw him in him.
1: jail or something.
0: But, you know, I was having this conversation with Brian. Shout out to Brian, what's <clears> up? Um and he was talking about plots they could do for Black Panther 2.
1: Namor. And there's this huh? Namor. Atlantis. No, no, no. It it
0: has it has something to do with Killmonger. That's why you reminded me of it. Um he brought up this storyline where Killmonger comes back from the dead, takes the Wakandan throne, then blah blah blah. And I was like, but that's basically the first Black Panther movie. That would just feel like a redo.
1: Right. Um and so yeah, I'm, out on, like that I'm out on that. I'm out on that one.
0: Uh because he was trying to figure out how they could bring Michael B Jordan back. And I was like they are they they're not.
1: Right. Well, he's going to be Superman, so he's done with Marvel anyways. Right? I mean, it's pretty he's, certain that he's going to be Superman. I don't know if it's certain. Uh,
0: there's a there's actually a lot of uh, up-and-coming buff black actors right now, like the dude from Lovecraft Country, the guy from Watchmen. Yep, but he's in know. MCU.
1: He's in Marvel.
0: That doesn't mean he's mutually exclusive. Lawrence Fishburne was in MCU and Marvel. Mm. Are you questioning that he was Perry White and he was um, Ant-Man's... Right. Yeah, but like, that's super minor. I don't, I don't think he's the only one. I'm just I, that's just the first one that came to mind.
1: But these are super minor characters. Hey, it's all right. You don't. You don't. Okay, Michael B. Jordan doesn't walk into your studio office and say, "Make me Superman," and you say, "No." That just doesn't. Happen. Did he? Did he do that? Yeah. Well, he walked in and said he Make didn't me walk Superman. in, but he, he said something. He campaigned at some point. Mm. I want to say he. I'm talking out of my ass here. Yeah. <laughs> he did, did he campaign or he did, were people campaigning for him? Because when we were talking about it last time, we were talking about it last time. It became, we were like totally speculating that it was going to be him. And then as I was looking things up, um, I saw that he actually had like made some sort of effort.
0: Mm, okay. I believe you, I guess. No, look it up. Fact check I am, yourself.
1: I am. We need a fact
0: checker. Send your resumes to masters.cultiverse at gmail.com. While he's looking that up. How do we even get on this fucking topic? Oh, we were were talking talking about villains that are
1: still alive, which another Mm -hmm. one would be uh, Vulture.
0: He is still alive, yep. Incarcerated. But, like I said, the vast majority of them are dead. Yeah. Um, um, um. Okay, so Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out on Friday. We're both excited. We got... So, it's set... What I say six months after Endgame? I don't understand why this was gonna come out before Wandavision anyway, since Wandavision is literally like right after Endgame. Right. I like it better this way.
1: Yeah. And I'm yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Actually, maybe the filming of okay. I'm well. I don't know why they wanted to put it out first, but I. Think I know why it ended up coming out later because obviously the filming doesn't just take place in one area like Wandavision does. I probably. Well, got yeah. It. Yeah, it got delayed because of COVID. Yeah, but once we see, I mean, once we see it, we'll probably have an idea of why they wanted to hold off on Wandavision. Although, at the end of the day, Wandavision was a very contained story that, yeah, yeah, that almost affected nothing when we thought it was going to affect literally everything. So there's a
0: lot of character development. That was a very character-heavy show. Sure.
1: Sure. What do you mean sure? i I'm just you went through No, 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 you're right. No, you're right. Grief counseling. You're right. You're 100% right about that. My it was a character study. That's what that, that's what that was. I said my sure like that because I just I don't know. I'm still I'm still a little salty about that show.
0: <laughs> Did you watch the screen crush video? Why does the show matter? No, I didn't. I haven't watched it either. I just saw it today uh <laughs> after I got off work, but I was like I will watch that uh later tonight.
1: Okay. Yeah, me too.
0: Um yeah, so that's Falcon and Winter Soldier news. We'll have more about that next week. That'll be our new main topic. Um since WandaVision's done and Bachelor is done, thank God. Mhm. Thank. Moving God. <laughs> moving on to movie news. Um I'm going to jump something in here real quick cuz I can't believe I forgot to put it. Um Oscars uh nominations came out and I'm just going to go through the big 5 cuz we don't need to go through everything. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So actor in a leading role Riz Ahmed Sound of Metal, Chadwick Bozeman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins The Father, Gary Oldman, Mank, Stephen Yin, Minari, which he's the first Asian um uh nominated for this uh award.
1: Are you thinking? Me? Yes. No. Oh, I'm, my, just, I'm, I'm just I'm just to. listening. <laughs> okay. Well I was I was I was <laughs> <laughs> Damn that's dope First Asian Anyway <laughs> uh,
0: Actor in a supporting <laughs> role Uh Sasha Baron Cohen The Trial of the Chicago 7 Daniel Kaluuya Judas and the Black Messiah Leslie Odom Jr. One Night in Miami Paul Racy, Sound of Metal And Lakeith Stanfield Judas and the Black Messiah Who Lakeith I follow him on Instagram He was very surprised By his nomination And he's a very weird dude um, He
1: always seemed like a Like an eccentric Um character really why is why is he surprised he doesn't think he did a good job no it's just
0: i don't think he doesn't think he did a good job it's just like he's not like that type of act he he doesn't think he's that type of actor yet because you know he's just been in like atlanta and like some minor roles and like get out and stuff like that yep so i think he was just surprised he had had reached this um precipice okay which i've always enjoyed him i've I've watched a lot of his work yeah for sure he's a great actor yeah his his character in atlanta that is him that is how weird he actually is Darius that's mm-hmm. that's Lakeith anyway okay actress in a leading role uh Viola Davis Ma Rainey's Black Bottom Audra Day the United States versus Billy Holiday Vanessa Kirby Pieces of a Woman Frances McDormand No Man Land Land, excuse me Carrie Mulligan Promising Young Woman actress in a supporting role Maria Bakalova Borat subsequent yada 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 Lin Close Hillbilly Elegy, which, fun fact here, she is the first person to for a Razzie and an Oscar, yeah, for the same role. Um, which is very interesting. Yeah, Olivia that's awesome. Coleman, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Coleman, the father, Amanda Seyfried, Mank, and I'm gonna butcher this, but Yu jong Yoon, uh, for Minari. Um, and then, of course, we've got the big one of the night, best picture the father judas and the black messiah mank minari nomad land promising young woman sound of metal the trial of the chicago 7 um which i have not seen any of these movies i'm i'm a bad bad
1: cinephile me neither me neither that's how it was for the um what i feel like there was there was another recent the only other awards show that we've talked about where we haven't seen any of the movies. Was it the Emmys? Probably. Yeah, I guess it would have been the Emmys. We oh, uh, Movies, fucking shows. I think we hadn't seen like Golden any of the Globes, shows. Globes, maybe. Maybe it was the Golden Globes. I think it was the Golden Globes. Last okay, year. I think you're right. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hadn't really seen any
0: of them. Because that's when we went through the whole fucking list, and that was a boring-ass episode. I apologize if you listened to that
1: episode. That was really boring. That was before we hit our stride on the show and perfected the yeah, formula. We had...
0: We hadn't found our footing yet. That's when no. we were doing like the fucking like what did we call it? The fucking hot takes, like not hot takes, but it was like the hit list. It was like the fast <laughs> bullet points, and then yeah. we were going into deeper. St- it was this this format is much better, mm-hmm. I think. And we're still growing. And if you don't think this format is better, let us know at masters at gmail dot com or DM DM us on Instagram at masters and let us know what you think would work. Um, so the Oscars. A.K.A. the 93rd Academy Awards is going to be Sunday, April 25th. So I will have watched
1: these movies by then. Okay, cool. You'll let us know. (laughs) You're not going to watch any of them? Maybe. Okay, name them off again. (laughs) This motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Um, Fucking hell. Best picture. Okay. Why, Why is it not coming up? No, 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 no. I'm not going not gonna to be able to do it. Hold on. Here it is. The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Damn, like you're I yawning already. I haven't even really heard of those.
1: I've heard of The Father. I've I heard like of Manc Judas and the Black Messiah. feel like Mank
0: sounds familiar. The fa- what? I
1: feel like Mank sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, I haven't heard of that one. I've
1: oh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard of this.
0: Oh, is that the one that's in black and white? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah. All right, so these top three I've heard. Minari, that's okay. the Steven Yeun one. I don't know what that one is.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, let's get watch. him for Nightwing. Steven Yeun? Yeah. He'd probably do a good job. Let's get No, let's get him for Terry.
0: Ooh, I like that even better. Yeah, Terry McGinnis. Yeah, I like it. Yep. All right. Now let's talk Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut currently has a 76% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. The previous cut of Justice League was 40. So that is a
1: 36% increase, which is pretty hefty. That's a generous 40 too. A <laughs> hey, 78% with 134 right now. 134 oh, reviews.
0: So it's even higher than when I wrote this
1: outline. Yep. Tomorrow's gonna be the day where, you know, the real score like happens. Because Wonder mm. Woman, I believe, was at like an eighty eight percent. Wonder Woman eighty four. I think it was at yeah, like eighty eight percent. Sixties, fifties. Yikes! Yeah, that movie was. Yeah, it movie sucks. What's the word I was looking
0: for? It disappointed me.
1: Fifty
0: nine. Yee. What's yeah. What is rotten?
1: Uh, below seventy, I think. Mm, okay. like if it's in the sixties, it's rotten. I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I see something on the side that's a 64 and it has a tomato next to it. So if it's below 60, it's rotten. Um, the Like a splatted tomato, right? Yeah. Hmm. No, no. 64 was a intact tomato. Oh, that's not rotten yet. Oh, d- did I say below 70 or below 60? It's below 60.
0: You said 70. Okay, so it's below 60. Yep. So Wonder Woman's just mm-hmm. there.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And it is. it definitely is rotten for sure. Um, as a movie, the movie... Brickin' stinks. I like, at the, I like how at the end she didn't win. She didn't win by fighting or really doing anything. She just won because you remember at the end where he's standing in like a ball of light. There's like wind flowing around him. She's like, oh, I can't I can't get to him. The wind's too strong, you know, even though I'm strong, but the wind's stronger. I can't beat wind. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just sitting there. She's being pushed up against a wall by wind, and uh, he just decides, no, Wait. I still like my son. I renounce my wish. And then it's like the movie's The movies just over. He gets to run out. You know, he gets to run out and meet his son. He runs past people that should probably be arresting him. Right. Whatever. That movie sucks. I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk Snyder Cut.
0: All right. Well, you had something you wanted to say about the Snyder Cut.
1: What were we talking about?
0: Fuck if I remember. That was cool. a long Okay. Time ago. I do
1: remember, actually. So you mentioned that you want to watch the... Uh, the 2017 version beforehand. So you can see what's different. A mm-hmm. disappointing thing that I have heard recently is that a good portion of the scenes that we hated in the theatrical version are still in the Snyder cut. Like they were Snyder scenes all along. So, yeah. So I'm trying to think if I, if I heard any specific ones. So I've seen, I, I, I was like reading comments from a couple people who were able to get advanced um, screenings. And I also watch, you watch that heavy spoiler spoilers guy. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I watch him. He's a big Snyder cut guy. And he did a breakdown of like the good, the bad, and like his verdict and everything like that. He watched it. Yeah. He watched it. Um, he was able to, he was one of the people who were like selected, uh, to have an early screening of it. And yeah. Cause he's been one of the main like supporters of the Snyder cut movement and things like Mm -hmm. that. And he's a very popular YouTuber. So they chose him. Um, First of all, sounds like the movie's good. Like we're gonna enjoy the movie. Uh, if you if you liked like Man of Steel, not necessarily if you liked BVS, but if you liked like Man of Steel, and you can sit down for a four-hour movie and not kill yourself, like you'll you'll like it. Um, yeah, but it seems like some of like the cheesier scenes in the original one actually are still there. I don't none of them. It, like a the goofy Batman. So. That was kind of what he alluded to, but he couldn't. He obviously couldn't be specific about it, but he alluded mm-hmm. to something in like a couple scenes in the in the final fight, like specifically between Batman and Superman. I really fucking hope that that line where <clears throat> where Superman's like, I "Thought you hated me," or something like that, and Batman's like, "Well, I mean, I don't not. I mean, like, it's you remember that line? It's like I don't no. not." Like it's it's really funny. I have blocked this
0: movie out of
1: my head. Yeah, it's 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 a really bad line. It comes right after this shot of Batman when Superman finally flies into the final battle. Batman's just standing there up on a ledge, just like beaming from ear to ear, like like a little kid. Like that's Mm -hmm. not that's not Batman. Batman's not Batman's not saying or doing anything that's not cool ever. So anything that's not absolutely cool, he could say a joke. Sure, he could say. But it'll be like straight. Right, it'll be like a sarcastic one-liner or like a Mm -hmm. deadpan thing or it's Mm -hmm. like something you're not expecting because it's Batman and he's like so serious. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, he he made it sound like it's pretty good. A lot of the bad stuff is gone. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Obviously, a lot of extra stuff we didn't get a chance to see. And I also, there also was this leaked trailer. There was a trailer of just, you know how... are you familiar with how part of it is going to be like the nightmare scene? Mm -hmm. Um, Nightmare with a K at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So they tease this big cliffhanger at the end of the movie. Zack Snyder has been talking about this massive cliffhanger. You know, obviously he always overhypes everything, but you know, he did include a cliffhanger and he also has said that, look, my original plan was for the sequel to justice league to take place in the nightmare timeline. So it's a whole like essentially like flashpoint movie. Um, I saw this leaked trailer, f- which basically shows some of the main scenes from his nightmare scenes in Snyder Cut, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming that his cliffhanger is just that stuff happening, and then the movie ending, and then it's like, okay, now the next movie has to pick up where this uh, left off. But I saw some stuff I don't I don't know that I really want to tell you because it's pretty spoilery. Um, but I saw some pretty cool, like morbid, like depressing. Like main characters being killed by dark side type stuff. In this, okay, well, in this leaked we'll write
0: it down so you don't forget, because I would like to
1: hear it next week. Okay. Yep. Well, I mean, you'll and, see it in the movie.
0: Well, yeah, but I won't remember that. Clay said he was going to tell me something
1: about something. Sure, sure. Anyway, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to uh to seeing more, more Batfleck, more. So, okay, another thing I'm a little disappointed about. Apparently, Superman is in it the same amount that he was in the theatrical. So those are pretty much all of his scenes. Mm. Lame, but at least we get the black suit. Black suit, no fake mustache or no fake lip. Um, <laughs> so it should be I good. like the fake lip. It should be good. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Is this something that you're actually looking forward to? Or are you kind of just like, we'll see. Yeah, we'll just watch it because it's something that's happening right now. It's a good question
0: um i was i was more looking forward to it before it actually happened like mm-hmm. when everybody was like release the snyder cut like two three years ago whenever the fuck that started i was like yeah release that fucking snyder cut because i'm a big proponent of like releasing all the information i want to see everything you know what i mean yep. um but then the more trailers we got and the more information i heard and all that i was just like this sounds like it's just gonna be the same movie but longer so now i'm just like I'll watch it because Mm -hmm. I need to talk about it on the podcast and because I do like comics and superheroes. So, yeah,
1: we at least know that it should, it should have a better soundtrack soundtrack for the 2017 one didn't work for me. I thought it was actually pretty bad. We should have a better soundtrack we should have because it's a completely different uh, composer. I believe the 2017 one was Danny Elfman and this one is junkie XL who Hans Zimmer is like vouching for vouching for his work on this movie there was a tweet by Hans Zimmer. Somebody, Someone tweeted, like, Junkie XL doesn't have shit on Hans Zimmer. Why didn't they bring back Hans Zimmer? Hans Zimmer didn't come back because he didn't want to. <laughs> so he tweeted, he was like, Junkie XL knows more about how to put together the soundtrack of a movie than you'll ever even be able to like dream in your life. So, like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, so Hans Zimmer is vouching for it. So that, that should be good. Um, we at least know the movie will have like a consistent tone. Mm-hmm. The opening scene of the the last movie with that, like you probably don't, do you remember the 2017? Probably not. Um, I remember some of it. The opening scene is this montage of the world, just like kind of being a little bit worse. Like one guy steals some fruit at one point they show a homeless guy. Like the world looks the same. They just show a couple, couple kind of not so good things. And Mm -hmm. there's this, this song in the background that I don't, I don't like it's just song. It goes like everybody knows something, 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 and
0: everybody knows everybody knows no mm.
1: but similar um and i actually heard <laughs> it
0: started with a whisper
1: dude i actually heard that recently that that song and people didn't like that song it's the opening song of the movie i heard recently that joss whedon put it in there as like an inside joke with somebody so someone who was working on the movie with him it was like there was an inside joke about the song and joss whedon at one point he was like oh i'll find a way to put it in the movie And he put it in the movie as, like, the opening song with this really stupid montage about how the world is worse because of Superman, but they only show, like, a guy stealing fruit and, like, a homeless guy in in Metropolis or something where it's, like, there's probably a million homeless people there anyways. Um, Mm -hmm. And then that... Everybody Knows by Leonard Cohen. Yeah, that That one. Sharon Robinson. That one. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the song, mostly because it's in that movie. Um, (laughs) It also just doesn't really, like, fit... What they're going for like the tone of the song is is weird but um and then that um, opening scene where batman stops a burglar do you remember that at all yeah so batman stops this burglar and he uses him for bait to catch one of the parademons mm-hmm. so a couple stupid things about that scene first of all the scene just is like cheesy the burglar has this big bag that he slings over his shoulder it's this big like per it's like he's carrying like a perfect sphere in the bag so it's just this big like round bag he's thrown over his shoulder like a cartoon burglar um batman stops him uses him as bait and uh once <clears throat> once he catches the parademon it blows up and it leaves a perfect uh like outline on the wall that it's sitting against when it blows up of three mm-hmm. squares and mm-hmm. batman's like whoa these must be the mother boxes so like the so like it's like a key, a key part of the parademons physio- physiology is that when they explode, they leave behind their plan, in the form of <laughs> squares made out of their blood. So anyway, that's one thing. And then right after that, fucking Batman, he goes on his goddamn radio and he goes, Alfred, this, that, and the other thing. And the burglar's standing right there behind him. So he's he's saying Alfred's name out loud in front of this burglar. Um, and then he just leaves him on the roof. It's like, nah, we didn't, I didn't even want to put this guy away in the first place. I just wanted to use him as bait.
0: You were strictly a means to an end. Right. Um, yes,
1: it's a really stupid scene. Anyway, it's gone now. That was completely a Joss Whedon scene, so at least the very beginning of the movie will be totally different.
0: Good to know. So, I, I'll probably watch Justice League tonight, to be honest. Um,
1: yeah. Cyborg is also, right. like, a, has a much bigger part in this, and he's, like, kind of one of the main characters, and they kind of, like... Who? cyborg and they kind of like set mm. him up for like the future which obviously he he no longer Is has happened yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah um you're right the original was danny elfman yeah. and i just listened to that song everybody knows not that bad of a song
1: i it's not a bad so- listen- it's not about a song on okay
0: but you said you hate the song because of the scene which i understand right. But I'm saying the song on its own, not that bad. In the right circumstances, I obviously don't remember the scene. I don't remember most of that movie. I tried to wipe it from my memory. Only yep. saw it once in theaters. Um, but taking the song by itself, it's an all right song. But now I want I want to have this memory so that when I watch Justice League later, I don't hate the song
1: like you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my that was my introduction to that song. So now it's like, sure. now it's like eh, I don't like that song. Yeah, no. And it makes total
0: sense makes total sense. Yep. All right. So we'll talk about the Snyder cut next week when we have both watched it. Thanks for your input on that, Clay. Let's truck it along on this bachelor talk. I'm thinking no more than five or 10 minutes is all we need. Let's get this shit over with. (laughs) If you couldn't tell, Clay and I are both out on the bachelor right now. Did I say bachelorette before? Um, I don't think so. Okay, good. Anyway.
1: Yeah. We're out on this season at Um, least. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I it 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 has it's been ex- worn me out. An exhausting I am, season. Yes, I am exhausted. I am burnt out. All of the above. I hope there's a nice long break between the next Bachelorette season because I like Katie, so I would hopefully want to talk about that, you know. Yep. But at this point, I'm done talking and hopefully, watching. Like I don't. What?
1: Yeah, hopefully they get Katie some older men. So that we can have kind of a Tasha type season where the guys mm-hmm. aren't just bickering the entire time,
0: mm-hmm. they
1: they're actually mm-hmm. like boys. That was my favorite part of Tasha's season. The guys were like all friends. Yeah, that they was were cool. What
0: was, what was what was big dude's name who was like in love with Claire and he like left? I liked him. Um, big dude. You know who I'm talking about? He he was like bigger, like not fat but like you know built.
1: Uh, former football player.
0: Maybe. Jason? the one. At, Jason. J- yeah i think i think it was jason
1: Yeah, he had the day where she forced him to open up which was like yes. the worst yes. thing in the world yes. for him and yes. then yes yep yes that guy yep yeah he was good all right
0: yeah he was cool good excuse me good grief got the burps right now all right anyway so we got a we got a guest host emmanuel ocho who i thought did a great job He was a really good host
1: if anybody's ever going to end racism it's that guy
0: Right. I was telling Jess when we were watching that, I was like, I feel like this dude is like doing spoken word with every question he asks.
1: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, he he um he's part of some, I'm sure we could easily look it up. I know that he's like prominent in some, some like race relations organization. So like mm-hmm. he's, he's very used to talking about this stuff.
0: Yeah. His YouTube channel is tough conversations with a black guy. Okay. So yeah if that if that tells you anything about what he does on his youtube channel
1: yeah yeah he was asking some hard-hitting <laughs> questions everything he said was very well well positioned um mm-hmm. yeah i i liked him he's i mean obviously much different experience from chris harrison but they were going for something very specific with this show
0: right and i think that answers our question cuz i remember when they announced it was him and we were like all right, like what the fuck does he have to do with The Bachelor? Like why is he the choice? But this is why he's the choice because yep. of his YouTube channel and, and what you were just talking about with mm-hmm. whatever um, company he's like affiliated with. Um, so it makes sense. Yep. But we open. He, he talks a little bit, you know, saying it's a little different. He does make it clear that he's only a temporary replacement. So, right. right, for sure. Um, we got that. We get Michelle out first she's coming out she's all smiles and shit and the big thing I, I don't want to talk about too much I just the big thing I rem, uh, remember when she said she wanted to like talk to Matt afterwards and like get some kind of like. he said
1: no yeah what I was the, like what the fuck Matt oh, turns out Matt was Matt was essentially Peter 2.0 he was not he was not even ready to have a girlfriend Literally, wasn't even ready to have a. Re- He's never been in a relationship in his life. Mm-hmm. Never been in a relationship in his life, and they say, "Okay, so you're the guy that we want to choose to meet somebody for eight weeks and then marry them."
0: Right, that's what I was gonna say. You've never been in like a serious relationship, right. and your first one, you want to get engaged
1: after. Right. So when it when it comes down to it, the dude was not ready. I mean, we saw how it played out in the finale. He was not ready, not remotely. I'm surprised he even he even stuck with Rachel at the end. Um, and yeah, and another thing that's interesting is he told Rachel that he was also falling in love with her there on their first one-on-one date. That was like early on in the show. Mm-hmm. So it's like like the dude the dude wasn't ready. He didn't know what he was getting into. He also didn't know how to handle it. Um, I I personally don't think that he ever actually loved Rachel. Like mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think he actually did. Um, I agree. Things would be a lot different between them right now if if that was the case. But yeah, so that I mean I, I liked Matt. I thought he was I thought he was dull. A lot of his a lot of his fun like more fun moments I feel like got cut like they were in the bloopers where he was like goofing around and things like that. He had the mm-hmm. one thing where he had the hiccups where that was he was like a funny guy. But yeah.
0: No, yeah, just sent me a video on YouTube, on fucking YouTube. How do you send videos? On she sent me a video on Instagram and it was like I forget the caption. It was like, when you find out that you're the bachelor or something and like, it's the TV, it's the bachelor. And then it pans over to him and he just lets out this weird scream, and then kind of runs away. I was like, that's pretty funny. That's funny. Like, why couldn't we have seen more of that? Yep. But I mean, it's because of the drama and all the,
1: yeah, yeah, they definitely, the producer, the producers definitely prioritize the drama over like actual dates and Mm -hmm. fun moments and romance and connections and things like that. I mean, Dude, we had a span in the middle of the season that was like five episodes long where it was just like 90% drama for the episode. Just girls Mm -hmm. bickering back and forth, making shit up about each other, gaslighting each other. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Um, it was not fun. Yeah, and I mean that that finale of this episode or of the season was... Pointless. Yeah, completely pointless. Like that It felt like two hours of my life that I wasted. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't even want to watch it, but... I convinced myself it's like, look, I've come this far. I just have to, you know, wrap it yeah, up. Exactly. Complete waste of two hours.
0: <laughs> it was three hours.
1: Right, right. I well, the after show was at least interesting to watch. Sure. Okay. I, guess. I get what you're saying, yeah. but I wasn't. I, I wasn't very satisfied with that either. But yeah. the two hours before that, complete, complete <laughs> non-factor.
0: Right. So. Um, obviously we're not talking about the actual episode.
1: We're just kind of talking about the after the final yeah. rise, Cause that's the interesting part. I thought it was interesting that Michelle, Michelle was a little bit, I mean, we didn't uh, supposedly they did speak during the show and they didn't show us, but whenever Acho asked Michelle about Rachel, she was a little bit more ruthless than I thought she would be because Michelle always comes off as this kind hearted and she is at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, this is a, this is obviously like a pretty serious, a serious topic, I guess I was expecting her to be a little bit more understanding than she was about, you know, I don't know. Because everything Rachel's done since then has been, I'm sorry, I'm not going to make any excuses. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to change. I, I understand, like, well, I don't fully yet understand, but I will. I'm starting mm-hmm. to understand. You know, I'm, I am I want to learn. I want to grow, things like that. Michelle was a little bit ruthless uh, when Acho was asking her about it. Mm-hmm. which yeah you brought this up and i was gonna save this for later but
0: yeah so they cut this part which makes me oh al- it always makes me question like what else did they cut but they cut this part where um rachel and michelle talk and they reconcile and they hug it out and everything like there's, oh, an, cool. there's so a cool so why video. did why are,
1: why'd they cut that then
0: i don't know i'll send you the video because i At- was talking about it somebody sent it to me earlier um interesting shout out matt littleton um ocho uh he talks about he's like yeah there's a scene that got cut where like i noticed all this pain in michelle's eyes or in, in rachel's eyes and i was like during commercial i, I was like talked to the producers in my mic and he's like i was like hey we've got to get these girls together and and blah 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 and so he brought him out there he had them talk to each other rachel obviously apologized michelle was like you know do better blah 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 mm-hmm. and then they hugged it out and like it was it was a happy ending i was like they should have kept that in there because I feel like there was no closure for anybody. What just watching what for we got no to one. see for on no TV, one. there was yeah. no closure for anyone. Yeah, yeah. Matt didn't go and talk to Michelle really. Um, right. Uh, Rachel
1: and Matt, that was <clears throat> awkward as fuck. We'll get that to there in a second. Yeah, and the um the interaction between Michelle and Matt even was just like like why did you even bring these two together? They talked about nothing. All they talked about was the fact that. Michelle wanted to speak with him afterwards, and he said no, which is fucked up. Like, why mm-hmm. do you do that? Like, yeah, are you, you just like broke up with her? Give her a little bit of closure like or something. Grown, you're a grown man, dude, and you just kicked this girl to the curb without, <laughs> with literally not even, not even a full conversation about it. Yeah. Well, like you said, this is like his first relationships, I, I suppose. Yeah. Poor guy. He was, and now he did tweet recently that he's he tweeted like kind of a jokey tweet about the fact that he's about to go to to uh, therapy. So that's good. Was it a joke or was it serious? Um, it, his tweet was like Googling therapists near me or something like that. I'm sure a lot of people have been telling him like, look, bro, you need therapy because he does. I mean, the dude does. Yeah. He should have had it before he went on the show. He should have never been on the show in the first place. But obviously, obviously his whole entire uh, mindset was like centered around his like emotional trauma from his father, his daddy issues, mm-hmm. the baggage that comes with all that. Literally every single decision that he made was based off of that. And it's just it got to a point in that finale where it's like, dude, he just can't stop talking about his dad. It's like, okay, right. it reminds me of Claire who could not shut up about her past mistreatments that she's had in relationships. You know, she made every single decision based off of, you know, this this trauma that she has in her past. And Matt did the same exact thing. It's like like y'all need y'all need some therapy. You know, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But it's like when you see stuff like that, it's it's pretty clear that there could be some help done there.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure 99.9% of us need to talk to a therapist.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know that there's anybody out there that that could not gain some sort of some sort mm-hmm. of growth from therapy. Yeah, yeah. We're big
0: on mental health on this podcast. So. We sure are. There you go. Um, so then he brings Matt out. <laughs> and uh, they talk black man to black man, mm-hmm. and uh, he calls you know, Acho uh, calls him my brother pretty yeah. early on. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I just lost my train of thought. So black, uh, black Matt, <laughs> <laughs> black you, uh, <laughs> black you. Um, Matt James Harden talks about. Uh, oh, speaking of, wait, I wanted to bring this up. This is in the episode, but all right. So he looks like Matt James Harden now, but his mm-hmm. brother. Looks like fucking Colin Kaepernick.
1: Colin Kaepernick, Nipsey Hussle. He looks. Yes. Oh yeah. I've seen, I've seen a couple, a couple like tweets or Instagram memes about his brother being his like evil alter ego. Cause like, <laughs> if you take away all their hair and everything, like they pretty much have the same face. Obviously, his brother's a lot shorter. Right. Um, and not Adonis, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. No, yeah. I, th- I thought that was pretty funny. I was yeah. just like, all right, we got Matt
0: James Harden and fucking. Colin Kaepernick over here. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he talks about all the pressure of being, like, the first black bachelor. And, like, you know, most people, or previous bachelors, when they came on the show, they were, like, told, you yeah, you're here to find love. But he was like, I'm here to find love, but I also have to represent every black person that... Because, like, I'll be the first black person that some people have had in their houses, and, and I have to be on my best behavior, and all the pressure that comes with
1: that, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Which is a damn shame, but... yeah, um, And I'm sure... I don't I don't really know obviously I don't know firsthand what's going on with the production but I'm sure that there was a lot of pressure from like ABC for him to do things the right way and for the show mm-hmm. to portray, portray a certain like a certain image and things like that <clears throat> um I can't imagine that working with the production team of The Bachelor was maybe the most ideal scenario
0: mm-hmm. yeah um then you know, Atra asks him about the the pictures and stuff, and Matt was like, you know, the beginning. I thought they were just rumors. <laughs> they want to believe it. We were in the honeymoon phase. Yada yada yada. Then when he saw him, he was like, whoa. And then he keeps saying like she needs to grow, and she can't grow with me there. I feel like she or, it would be a lot easier for her to grow with him in the picture. That right? was my thoughts exactly. Um, I, but he he said this at least like. 15 times he said
1: it even to her multiple mm-hmm. he said the same exact statement to her face multiple times in a row i mm-hmm. mean he's the kind of guy that like recycles his phrases over and over and over again and he mm-hmm. couldn't he was like in a time loop on this on this after show here mm-hmm. first if he could even speak if he could even get words out right dude i'm surprised they let us sit there for those awkward silent pauses for like <laughs> when, when they brought rachel out Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's like Matt. So like, what do you have to say? And then he just sits there looking at the ground for like what 180 (laughs) seconds straight. Yeah, I'm like, who edited this shit? Like, let's wrap it. Like
0: when I think when Acha said, "Is there a chance for an embrace?" And then it was like silence. Cut to Rachel. Silence. 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 Cut to Matt. Silence. 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 Cut to both of them. Silence. Silence. I was like, who's
1: editing this? Just like, get to it. That was so weird. Yeah, and and like like obviously you know. I'm not in match shoes, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't speak from experience. I don't actually have like a full understanding of, of what that would be like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, like she's doing what she can to go forward from this. Mm-hmm. She wasn't, she wasn't ra- I mean, Acho brought up a really good point. There's a really good distinction. She's not a racist person. Like Michelle even said, like, I believe that Rachel has a good heart. She just didn't mm-hmm. know what she was doing. She was racially insensitive. She was racially ignorant. You know, and she still is to a degree, obviously, because you don't just just snap out of it overnight. But she's trying (laughs) to be she's trying to be better. Mm -hmm. You know, she does very much love Matt. Like, I think that's not really up for debate, right? Mm -hmm. Like, she loves the shit out of Matt. And I don't know. It's I feel like it's easy to sit there and just be like, okay, he wasn't even ready for a relationship to begin with. And this was a very easy excuse for him to to be like, all right, so I'm, I'm back to I'm back to where I was before the show even started. Yeah,
0: um, there's possibility A. He had an easy out here. I somebody sent this to me earlier, and it says, and take this with a grain of salt. Obviously, we don't know what really happened, right? Or whatever. So it says, Bachelor Matt James ended a relationship with Rachel Kirkconnell to protect himself after controversy. Mm-hmm. And this is in quotes. I don't know who the quote is from, um, it's just an insider, but it says, he told her over and over again that he believed her side of the story and that he knew she wasn't racist the insider adds he ended things with Rachel because it wasn't a good look for him to stay with her mm-hmm. which i mean i i get i could see both sides like god forbid Ra- uh Jessica's like i find out she was like fucking being doing racist shit or whatever And so I see a picture I mean I've been with her for like years Granted this not as long as Matt has been with Rachel But mm-hmm. still if that was the case I wouldn't just be like alright you know what <laughs> Peace yeah. Especially if you're like you know I'm sorry I didn't realize what I was doing was insensitive i I don't understand i didn't understand at the time how that could hurt you i apologize i'm gonna do better like how are you gonna do better if i leave wouldn't you think that you could do better with me there helping you as a Mm -hmm. black man i could you know be like all right so this is what you
1: should look at this is what you should watch this is what you should read so for you to understand the issue here you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean you're i think you're absolutely right and that was kind of that was like my instant thought hearing matt say for the first time out of like the eight times he said it that she needs to grow like on her own without him mm-hmm. in the picture. Um, yeah, it it it's just it's just really weird. I mean, and, and part it of it. It sounds the, like that was a
0: line. I'll let you finish it. But it sounds like that was a line given to him. And that's why he repeated it so often. It's like, all right, so you're going to break up. But all right, this is going to be your reason. And just right. stick to this no matter what. You know what I mean? Right,
1: right. Um, because the only other option is I didn't actually love her. <laughs> right yeah. yeah i guess <laughs> um and god forbid you know um but and another thing that's interesting is that you know he mentioned multiple times about who's his boy tyler c or whatever mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. mentioned multiple times that the reason he came on the show is because you know he's never had a relationship before he's never felt love before but he saw the process work for tyler and like work for hannah it didn't work for either of them it did work it well to, it, get them to get them fans and work to get fame. them followers. Yeah, to get them clout, and I think that's what Matt wanted because he wasn't on that show looking to to marry somebody in eight weeks. One hundred, mm-hmm. no, no part of Matt got on that show thinking I'm going to marry somebody eight weeks from now or I'm going to be engaged eight weeks from now. He had never mm-hmm. even had a girlfriend. Yeah, so no, I agree. So it worked for him too. At the end of the day, <laughs> And yeah. he's got some. He's got a little bit of. uh little bit of controversy to go with it, which, which if that was actually his goal, I'm not going to speak for Matt. I don't actually know him. Uh, then, uh, I, don't know, I guess he kind of earned that part of it too. Yeah, um, I do feel bad for Rachel. Like, obviously, she didn't. She didn't do. Some, she didn't burn a fucking cross. You know, mm-hmm. she didn't. She didn't. She didn't like wave a confederate flag. She didn't say the South will rise again. You know, she went to a party that to get we fucked. Know of. She went to a party to get fucked up with her friends. Sure, um, it was super insensitive. It was ignorant. It was ignorant. But she has—I mean, she's trying to atone for it, and everybody's mm-hmm. just shitting on her for it. Um, <laughs> right. This is the only reason
0: I—I—I'm—I'm
1: I, I'm with you, Clay. I agree. Her, it's, yeah, her life it's is like... completely ruined because of this. Because of this picture.
0: Right. Um, which I don't understand why people do. Those like old South, like I get it, and I, so it was probably with Ka. It, it definitely was. Come on, now. yeah. Um. So like, I understand. Like you know, he, he said, uh, "Acho was talking about like you went to an antebellum South party. Antebellum means you know before the war. Yada mm-hmm. yada yada." So like, yes, there was a time that was uh, like you know there were slaves before the war. That was like. Kind of the whole point of it, and, and all this other stuff. Yep. And so, like, I can see both sides. Like, you're mad because it looks like you're glorifying this, like, ro- you're romanticizing this, this antebellum South, this, uh, this uh, slavery period here. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, it's like, well, I wasn't thinking that. Which is the insensitive part that you know she's understanding right. now It's like, you know, I wasn't thinking like that. I was just thinking, you know, we're putting on these costumes, we're gonna go get drunk, and I'm gonna hang out with my friends. So I can see both sides. And as a black person. I really don't give a shit that much. I'm speaking for me. I'm not speaking for all black people. Right. I'm speaking as for me. I don't really give a shit that much. And especially, you know, if you say like, you know, I understand now that probably wasn't the best look. I probably shouldn't have done it. I apologize. I'm not going to fucking crucify this girl. Right. Um, I will say, however, when she says, when he says like, I was glad he asked this question. What have you I been like doing? They, yes, yes. They never yes. asked that question. He so asked it. I was like, that's where, yes.
1: that's where she kind of lost me a little bit too.
0: Right. She's like, you know, I could give you this whole list of things I've been doing. But I'm not I've going watching, to.
1: But yeah. Because I don't I have like, one. <laughs> I was like, that's a very political, very politician answer. But it wasn't even really like a good one. She was like, you know, I, she even like laughed at the beginning of it. She was like, you know, I could give you this whole list of things I'm doing, but nothing's really going to change until like we educate everyone. You know, it's like. Right. And, and Acho, I'm surprised he did this. He went right past it to another question yeah, I was surprised. too. I was like,
0: he seems like the kind of person who would have been like, so what are those books? What are those movies?
1: Yeah, it was it was almost like he. um, Yeah. And it was funny that she was like, yeah, I could say I'm, you know, reading these books and listening to these podcasts, which like that's not even really like the maximum of what you could be doing. (laughs) Like you could be actually out there in the community, you know, right, Um, Right. like like serving and things like that. So her. So that's that's kind of where she lost me. Um, do I think that she's going to be some like social anti-racism warrior going forward? No, not, not a chance. I don't think mm-hmm. she's racist, but I don't think she's going to be like, you know, like the person who ends racism. Cause that's Acho. Um, <laughs> I really, I really liked how he was kind of like, not necess- it's not necessarily like a both sides thing, but he, he had like a very, obviously he was speaking from a very strong specific point of view about being anti-racism, but he also was very, he made a point to to try to get through to Matt about like, look, I don't actually think she's racist, you know, cause there is a difference between racism and, you know, racial um, insensitivity and, mm-hmm. you know, ignorance and things like that. You know, I don't actually think she's racist. So like with that being the case, you know, aren't you willing to work with her? And Matt's right. just like, no, no, no. She's got to grow on her own. <laughs> Did you didn't not hear you, me didn't the first me fifteen that? times yeah. I said it? Yeah. Did you not catch that the first couple times, man? <laughs>
0: uh, it's, and again, I, I think it's because he just didn't want a girlfriend or a, a fiance or, or whatever. So
1: right, right, and there, and I mean, when you are that guy who's one hundred percent not ready to even feel the emotion of love, um, you know, it, it doesn't really take much, and and it's almost like, it's almost like like a a Colin Kaepernick or like a Tim Tebow situation, right? These guys are backups in the NFL who weren't getting jobs because they were bringing something extra with them. Mm-hmm. Um, like Tebow with all of his like with all of his religious viewpoints and then people pushing, like if Tebow's on your team, you gotta start him. You gotta start him. You gotta start him. He's Tebow. Like that was very much a thing with Tebow and then with Kaepernick, with his like racial injustice views and things like that. And then people saying, if he's on your team, you gotta start him. You gotta start him. You gotta start him regardless of how good they are. It's mm-hmm. kind of like that with... Rachel, like, think of her as the backup QB for Matt. You know, he's bringing in this backup QB. He's not ready to actually be in love with her. He's not going to propose to her. You know, he barely wants to even be in a relationship with somebody. And then she's bringing this extra stuff with her. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give her a spot on this team.
0: Right. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh,
1: analogy. Thanks. That's why I do the sports sports um
0: <clears throat> so we've already basically talked about their conversation you know matt and rachel they talk it's very it's awkward it's really
1: unfortunate conversation she yeah. it's
0: at one point she like tries to hold his hand and he like takes it back away i'm
1: surprised you know. i'm surprised he even went on that show like he clearly wasn't even ready to be on that show talking about this stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's he's probably contractually obligated right yeah for sure for come sure. on this show we're gonna sue the fuck out of you right Um, either way, something's got to change with that show. I think, first of all, the, I mean, the show is not necessarily designed in a way that's going to make somebody actually get to a point where they feel good about proposing and marrying somebody within eight weeks, you know, Mm -hmm. especially the, especially the part about how they are kind of encouraged to bang two other girls at the very end or two other guys. (laughs) Um, the show, honestly, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty weird show. At the end of the day, it is.
0: I think it's reaching its uh, time. Like I I say within the next like two, three years, we're not going to have any more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am glad that they're not doing The Bachelor for a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, I don't ever want to see another. I don't ever want to see anybody who's even remotely close to Victoria ever again. So (laughs) so um, we at least have a, a couple a couple, well, a solid few seasons before that's going to happen that possibility yeah. but katie and michelle i'm excited for that katie's gonna yep. be dope
0: our curveball is we have two bachelorettes we're gonna get katie up first then we'll get a bachelor in paradise and then we'll get uh michelle in the fall
1: i do think that matt is a good candidate to be in paradise but i don't know if they ever pick the main people to go on that um i don't know he'd probably enjoy himself in paradise i feel like that's more his speed yeah, Paradise is more like the MTV yeah.
0: kind of show which mm-hmm. is more interesting, I guess. Um whereas like Bachelor and Bachelorette is like always like really classy and like mm-hmm. bougie and shit. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. stuck up ish.
1: Yeah. But um uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean it was uh it was a long season. It was an exhausting it feels season. Like it goes forever. this was so I I did not enjoy Peter's season. I thought Peter's season was bad. Mm-hmm. I liked Peter's season a lot more than this one, like hands down. I think this is the worst, the worst season of the Bachelor I've ever watched. It's for me, this is kind of tied with Claire's season, which isn't even really a season. So that's Claire's half of the season, yeah, and that's that's kind of saying a lot because, yeah, because when Tasha came in, she completely saved everything and made it a good season. Mm-hmm.
0: But do you think they're doing the two Bachelorettes because of Claire and Tasha, or do you think it's more because of the Bachelor?
1: I think it's more because of because of what went down on this season. Yeah. I mean, they've had okay, so they've had two bachelors in a row who were kind of turned out to be fuckboys in a way. Um and and then I mean, the toxicity of these girls on this season. Mm-hmm. Like I've mm-hmm. never seen I've never seen a group of girls that was as toxic as this one. So I think may, maybe just taking a break from having a guy be the lead and having a mm-hmm. group of girls. Mm-hmm. Um is just kind of what they're trying to do here. I wonder what's going to happen with Chris Harrison. Oh, wait. They already <coughs> announced um, Taysha and who? As Taysha and that Caitlin other- Caitlin Bristow. Yeah, yeah, her. As the hosts, right? Yes. Are they tag teaming that? As far as I know, yeah. Okay, cool. That could be chill. Yeah, it could be. I like Tayshia. Um
0: You want to know Jessica's dream season? Yes. Which I would be a fan of. Mm-hmm. You know Demi. Yeah. You
1: know she's bisexual. Demi with guys and girls. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm with it. Like tequila tequila. Is ABC ready for it though? No. They're not. Probably it not. took them took them this long to even get racially yeah, wait, diverse and 23 see how they, seasons before a black bachelor. Right, and then we see how they how they handled it. Yeah. Um, but I
0: I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a good fucking idea. Demi with Demi with guys and girls. That would be really fucking cool."
1: Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm
0: but anyway i'm done we're done with the bachelor slash bachelorette for a long time
1: yep fuck this season
0: next week we'll t- our main topic will be winter soldier and probably snyder cut
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, depending on how much movie news we could just slip it into the movie slot um, but you got anything else you want to say before we we close it out
1: no feels good feels good to be on the other side of the season mm-hmm. um, i'm excited mm-hmm. for the possibility that the future holds without me having to uh to watch this show
0: Gotcha. And in honor of the curveball they threw us um, with two bachelorettes, I'm going to throw you a curveball and I'm going to say, Clay, take us out.
1: Whoa. Okay. Well, uh, okay, guys. You heard the man and you know the drill. This is Masters of the Cultureverse. Thanks for listening. Um, in the meantime, we'll be back next week, obviously, same time. In the meantime, hit us up on Instagram, masters.cultureverse. We do have an email. I think it's probably like masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. Um, Caleb's on Twitch noble progeny N O B L E P R O G E N Y. (laughs) Yeah. So watch him. He streams some shit. I think next week he's playing, I think it, what was it? Tetris next week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tetris and, um, super Mario.
1: Cool. Cool. Um, did I miss it? Did I forget anything there? How am I doing? I don't, I don't think so. You're doing great. Okay. Well, cool. So, uh, I mean, this isn't news, but uh, I'm Clay. That's Caleb. We're the Masters of the Cultureverse. You are the acolytes of the Cultureverse. I like it. I think you're <laughs> something. You're the baby Masters of the Cultureverse. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bing. Um. Big
0: condition, I